You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to the Vicious Circle. Sid, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, uh, Rob. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing really good. I had a nice, relaxing day. How about you? I had a good day, too. Um, started off with a little workout here at the house and then um, started I marinated a bunch of chicken instead of the turkey stuff to take a friend of mine a turkey, uh, Thanksgiving dinner today because she didn't. All her family's out of town and she's so far away and I'm glad I did because it really made her day today. It made my day that made her day. So nice. I did some chicken. You saw what I had today. Some mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese and yeah. spinach casserole. I did some spinach, sauteed some spinach and poached egg on top of it. A little cheese on top of that. Stir fried a little. I think the spinach had some uh, applewood bacon and some purple onion. Shall we compare meals right now? Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and see what you had. See what I had. Really? Oh, there it is. Yes. That 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 egg down there like i said i i thought there was onion and some some green in it right that what you made sounds amazing it was awesome man and that's homemade mac and cheese isn't it yeah homemade yes see that doesn't compare well i guess what did you have i had pizza oh man pizza <laughs> that was my thanksgiving meal now the pizza they make is amazing but yeah i don't think it's thanksgiving meal amazing <laughs> You know, I sent you a picture of that pizza I had. You know, once I had that couple of pieces, I didn't want any more of it. I really didn't. Uh, it was weird. No, that's what I'm in right now, except I still have, like, I think four more pieces upstairs in the fridge. Well, the same thing for me. Um, I, you know, since I started my diet back last week, I noticed I made some of that blueberry cornbread. I had a piece. I sent a couple of pieces to my friend. And it just, it, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not missing it. Hang on, we might be having a problem with Sid's connection. Can you hear us okay? Hmm. What I might get you to do at the bottom, Sid, is hit leave studio and then come back in. Hit leave studio. Yeah, I think there might be just something with the connection. If you hit leave studio and then just come back in like normal. 
because it was sounding good. Now it's all digital. There we go. I'll just wait for Sid to come right back in. But happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, too. Now, I was telling Sid it's not our Thanksgiving, technically. I'm in Canada. Ours was in October. But uh, working for an American company, I had today off. So I celebrated uh, Thanksgiving with you guys just as much and uh, did have a nice, relaxing day. Even invented a card game, believe it or not. So been a bit busy. Oh, there we go. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Kyle. Yeah, there's a lot of thanks. Happy Thanksgiving on here, and I'm going to wait till we have Sid back on so I make sure he sees them all. There he is. That's better. You know what's going on, Rob? I'm going to bet you this simple. I noticed tonight when I was trying to um, turn the channels, watching some TV earlier, that it was having a really time, a slow time connecting to things. And it said in the corner up here, it says, just having a problem connecting, move closer to your server. Oh, <laughs> it must be everybody's home using their service, you know. Exactly. Wow, I just fell in a rabbit hole. <laughs> right? Right, man. On Thanksgiving. Let's wow. see. I'm going to get some of these out real quick because everybody's saying happy Thanksgiving. There's Dean saying good evening. Hey, Dean. And uh, Ricky said big shit. Hey, now, Ricky. Now we get into uh, Tommy saying happy Thanksgiving. Hey, Tommy. Uh, Jeremy saying happy Thanksgiving. There's a lot of Thanksgiving on here. All right. Everybody is excited for Thanksgiving. There's Clement. And then Kyle, happy Thanksgiving, buddy, from your buddy Kyle in Green Bay, Wisconsin. All right. Uh, who else here? Uh, Steve said, happy Thanksgiving, Sid. Hey, Steve. And Val, too. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Val. Now, here's what Jeremy had. Says, I'm having so much fun today on Thanksgiving, but I will be having leftovers tomorrow. Oh, wait, that wasn't. Where did I see him? There it is. I ate some turkey, mashed potatoes with gravy, some stuffing, and some ham. Way to go, man. That's a good that's, that's a good that was really good. Yes. No, uh, go ahead. Not to cut you off. I was gonna do the ham and all that. Um uh, again, it, it is different. Uh we'll stop for a second, go into this. This is what it is. It's it's different, guys. Where I, <clears throat> I wanted to go get the ham and do all that stuff like that. Uh, but you know, what is I start putting all these things together and me and I don't know that much about cooking. It looks like I did. That plate of food looks like I don't know anything about cooking. But, no, it's it's tough doing all these things together. So to make stuffing and dressing and ham and turkey and, and that lady I was cooking for, and nobody I know really cares about turkey. So I just did something like that. <clears throat> I was going to go get the ham and honey bake just to do that. But, you know, I just – it just wasn't worth it. All the time involved for that where everybody – I noticed everything was different, guys, today going up to uh, – well, let's here to take that plate of food to that lady. <clears throat> I know here in my neighborhood, there was very few people here. You know, had people over. People were outside for the most part. That was really strange to see the people actually listening to the people. You know, listening to some, you know, the CDC guidelines. <clears throat> but most people are doing like that. So then I got a phone call from someone this morning. You know, her father's now got COVID. COVID nineteen. He's in the hospital. Um, it's just, this is a different deal. When I handed that plate of lunch to that lady, I put her on the porch. She comes to the you know to the door. I've got my mask on, even though I'm still 10 feet away or, or so. But once she came out, I took it off. We talked a little bit apart. But we're still, it's, it's just different. 
she's 87 years old. Even though I did, I don't know if anyone knows, I got tested for COVID. I came back negative Tuesday. Um, and that was just because I went, this is the reason I got tested because I put myself in a place you could contract it. And that was in the gym and shopping at Walmart uh, and going to church. Not going to church, but even going there to help hand out the, the food. Uh, and I'm always so far apart, but still, even that, that puts you in that, to, that, to that category that you could have exposed yourself. Yep. It's good to, it's good to hear that people are, are trying to stay safe. You know, right now there are some upsides to this. The lady, I told, a friend of mine, that lady, she is a lady, but um, <clears throat> her father, who's got it in the hospital, it, not that I'm saying go out and get it, but it was pretty simple. He just had a little trouble breathing, pretty much what I guess they did to Trump, put the through the IV on him, and he good chance he'll probably get to come home. Um, and there's you know, most of the cases are like that, I hope, uh, but still, man, you know. And that's what they're doing, too. I just figured that out today talking to Sheila <clears throat> about her dad. So what happens is if you come in, if you now, like for me, I couldn't even get into the doctor's office, get a flu shot or even get a uh, antibiotic because I haven't been tested in a while. And I've gone into a place that I could have contracted it. So it's even different to get into the doctor's office now. Right. All right. So um, but for this is what's happening. So then they when they get you in the hospital, you, you know, they, you get to that point. Even though you probably could have said stayed at home, you know, like this guy could have probably stayed at home, but they said, no, we're going to go ahead and put him on the IV because he's here. Because if you don't, he leaves here and dies, then we're responsible. Yeah. So that's why they're saying, let's do everything to miti uh, mitigate these, the chances of going there. Because even though we, we, even a lot of these cases are good ones to come home, it's still jamming up that system for the ones that really need to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, we're going to, you know, I really believe we're going to see <clears throat> hospitalizations go up like we've never seen, you know, I, not. I really do. I really, really do. No, it's not that we, it's not that we're going, could, we're going to. Yeah. I, I'm pretty convinced of that. I think I just got in trouble. Dan uh -huh. here said, happy Thanksgiving, Sid and Rob eat turkey. Way to go, Dan. <laughs> I didn't have turkey today. I know, right? That's. So wrong. Uh, Dean Morgan said, good evening, Sid. Happy Thanksgiving from me and little Harry. Hey, Dean. And where's the other one I saw? Right here. Andy. Hey, guys. Happy Thanksgiving from Leicester, UK. Leicester is, is how it's pronounced. Leicester, UK. This is what I love. Everybody from around the world is, is uh, chatting with us. Chatting with us. Yeah, it's cool. And there's Jeff Morgan. Happy Thanksgiving to the master and ruler of the world. Happy think, Thanksgiving. Now, what did everybody do today? Tell us someone, what did you do today on Thanksgiving? Yeah, that would be very interesting. Tell us what you did today. Here's Val. Um, I sent you a picture I took of you uh, to your messenger page that I took in the old Omni in Atlanta on April 14th, 1991. Wow. I'll see if I can find that. You know, that's what I was trying to think of. <clears throat> the wrestling business, we were on the road most of the time on Thanksgiving and Christmases and stuff like that. Um, so we didn't have Thanksgiving for the most part. You know, we were on the road somewhere. Well, I imagine it's just like, you know, you don't know cities, you know buildings. and It's, it's holidays, yeah. the same thing. It's just another day. Uh, well, I feel was 
the Christmas. The church where we had a town for Christmas. I was actually on uh -oh. You're breaking up a little bit again. Oh, it sounds like your computer's doing something in the background, too. Hmm. I'll tell you what, let's try doing that login one more time. I'm going to find that picture, okay? I couldn't understand that. Oh, there we go. Okay. He is going to do that. I am going to look and see if I cannot find that picture that Val sent. We'll get him in as soon as he comes back. But yeah, what did everybody do today? What kind of uh, traditions would you happen to have? There he is. And now he's back. You know what all I'm doing, Rob? This is like... This is over like fled the uh, Flintstones of computer days. Where it is this uh, this wires, I think a little loose. And every time, because I'm stretching it out to where it's not right in my face, the screen, and this 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 headset wire is going over here. I think it's getting a little loose because every time I touch it, these screens will black out and start doing you know stuff like that. It's almost like kicking your old TV back in the days. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah, exactly, off. man. I figured out a way to put Flintstones into the internet world. Right. Now we just need some tinfoil and you're good. That's it, man. Tinfoil. Well, I got that. Believe it or not, my old stereo behind me is run off the old rabbit ear thing. Really? Yeah, because the station I listen to, the Weevil, is such a low frequency, it's only picked up by that. Oh, wow. See, it's like uh, the many moods of Ben Vaughn out in the relay shack. It's parts unknown. See, most of the stuff I hear from Weevil is in the morning because I have it on when I'm working. Right. Oh, here we go. Craig said, I spent all week trying to find a song that would have been a great Sid walkout theme and came up with Hello Waits from Slayer. And at the 135-minute oh, mark would have been fantastic for you. I don't know that song. I don't either, but <clears throat> we'll take your word for it, Craig. <clears throat> Yeah. Because since it's Thanksgiving, we won't give you a smart-ass comment about that. We'll be nice. We'll be nice, man. <laughs> we'll keep Internet Sid on the leash. Oh, shit, man. You see my coat back here in the background? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a really nice... I don't want to show... Everybody doesn't know who I am when I'm walking down the street. <laughs> That's your secret disguise. That's it, man. Here is that picture from Val. Well, the old main event gym. That's when I lived in Atlanta. Right. Look at those skinny arms, man. What a <laughs> Val, what a bad picture. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, internet said so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David's interesting. I'm just having jelly beans, toast, and popcorn like Charlie Brown. You know what? Thanks for bringing that up, Dave. I am so mad at myself. 
I missed Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday night on PBS. <clears throat> I was channel surfing like I always do. This makes me mad. But uh, I missed it. Man, I was so mad. Did anyone see that? Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving? I didn't. I saw the, you know, the movie I always like to watch. And if anyone wants to tell us what their favorite Christmas movie is, we'll talk about it. But one of mine is, uh, and I don't think it was meant to be a Christmas movie. It's called It's a Wonderful Life. I like that old movie. That's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Val says, no, I love that picture. Oh, I was just joking, Val. <laughs> uh, Craig came back and said, we don't have Thanksgiving here. Well, where where's here, Craig? Where are you? <clears throat> I'd be curious to know. Rob didn't have Thanksgiving either. When, you, when was your uh, Thanksgiving, Rob? Uh, Mid-ish October somewhere. Yeah, see? So, oh, Nathan here said, I had to get the corona test yesterday. Having them things shoved up your nose is horrible. I don't know. It is. And this is, I think I talked about, this was the bad thing was um, me and four or five people out there, <clears throat> one girl comes out of the office and she's just in tears. You know, I think I talked about, it. I said, ma'am, are you okay? I didn't want to just not say something, you know? <clears throat> so I said, but she didn't say anything back. So I was like, uh, you know. Mm. Uh, Jeremy's got one here. Hey, Sid, I was a little disappointed when they didn't put you in WWE. 2k20 or wwe 2k battlegrounds but i will be praying and crossing my fingers they do put you in a wwe 2k22 next year hope to see you again in video games my friend thank you very much but you it's interesting though if you look i bet you every single one of your moves is actually in there and you can right. create a sid character probably so i've seen that in the <clears throat> backgrounds they they load up all the people that they don't even have in the game and you can create them. I, I used to do that when I had uh, the wrestling games. Okay. There was a lot like that. Uh, oh, Nathan says his favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Die Hard. Now, Rob, is that a Christmas movie? It's uh, People have been saying it is because it's a Christmas party at the Nakatomi building. Huh. Yep. That, uh, really, that's really puts me in my heels just a little bit. See, one of the ones I consider a, a Christmas movie is Lethal Weapon. You know, I'm not into those movies, Lethal Weapon. I, I liked, uh, this is uh, Mel Gibson or, uh, is it Mel Gibson? Yeah, Lethal Weapon is Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Right. And Die Hard is Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. See, I like some of their films, but not all of them. Um, I like the one, uh, what was it, um, Pulp Fiction he was in. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was a good one. Not a Christmas movie. Not a Christmas movie. <laughs> now, I, I told these two kids, these two little girls one time, um, there was, they were watching this movie called The Jerk with Steve Martin. Oh, yes. And uh, they uh, they thought it was funny, right? But they, they didn't. You know, I said, y'all know that this is a Christmas movie. And they got so surprised, you know, but uh, they think two people think that that, that is a Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wait. I see Cheryl. I'm dropping stuff. Cheryl's answer here. A Christmas story is one of my favorite holiday movies. Yeah, it is. That one is good. Oh, and here we go. Craig said he's from Australia and his favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone. 
That is a yeah. good one. That it is. is. The first one was really good. Uh, when you watch something, even for me, I, I don't really a big. I'm not a big fan of movies like that. But that was the first time I watched it. That was pretty fun to watch. Jeremy here says, "My favorite part of Thanksgiving, besides the food, are the football games because it wouldn't be Thanksgiving without football." Well, there we go. COVID nineteen took one of your games today away. Mm-hmm. The Steelers Ravens game. Um, Wow. You know, it's weird. I know everybody's going to see you. Just shut up. You know, nobody cares about your COVID-19 ideas. But, you know, Wednesday after dealing at church, you know, um, I'm sitting out there and I'm looking. I mean, it's affecting everyone. So I get home. And I get a call today. Happy. Tell someone to happy thinking that girl. I told you her father who's got COVID-19. He got it from going to church and trying to help out. And it's like, you know. Now, again, I'm wearing a mask. I'm 10 feet apart or maybe farther than that sometime. Um, but still, it's just it's scary. Yeah, I know. Like I said, if I have to go out, I just bring a couple of uh, those Lysol wipes with me. And then if I have to touch something or sit somewhere, I just give it a quick wipe and I sit down. I'm not, you know, hiding in a basement, but right. I'm taking precautions. Right, right. Oh, here Jeremy said Home Alone is his favorite Christmas movie of all time, too. Yeah, okay, I'll go for that. Oh, but Val is saying Die Hard, I'm thinking. Definitely not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Thank you, Val. I, I'm glad someone agrees with me on that. Oh, here's Tojo. Uh, Sid powerbombed me so high in the air, I thought I was at the pearly gates. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, we had some good times, me and Tojo. That's where... I used Tojo in some of the matches that I filmed that um, that documentary, fifteen minute short, the promotion. Uh, his him and his brother were in that. Just a short little clip, but man, what a good time we had doing all that. Then we went down to Tojo's little show there, or not down up to somewhere like Hell Pass, Illinois, or something really weird, and uh, did a show there one night. That is so cool. I, I like the little shows like that. Oh, they're, I do too, man. Personal, you know. Uh, Andy here says Jingle All the Way with Schwarzenegger is an awesome Christmas film. Never seen it. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Not a big Arnold fan other than like Conan or The First Predator. And that is about it. Oh, Val says watching Cowboys versus Washington football game while looking at you guys. (laughs) You know, uh, that's a hard game, you know, to watch knowing that guy broke his leg and football like it is and um but dallas had to give up i think three and a half points in that game i don't know which way i would have went on that game i don't bet on nfl i can't get an idea for it it's yeah i just watch it and that's it <laughs> it's, again it's just everything's so slow without the fans you know mm-hmm. everything's so much slower to watch uh chris here says elf is one is one favorite christmas movie now, is that with Will Ferrell? That's with Will Ferrell. You know, I like Will Ferrell, Ferrell on a few things. I uh, talked to a friend of mine the other day, uh, was telling them what some Christmas movies that were coming on that night on TV. <clears throat> and Elf was one of them and something else that Will Ferrell did. And she goes, you know, I don't like Will Ferrell. And I have to agree with her. I, I don't like him that much either, you know? I see. I find with Will Ferrell, I either love the movie or I hate the movie. There's not really a Will Ferrell movie that is okay to me. Right. Uh, let me see here. 
Craig said Cobra with Sly Stallone is set at, at Christmas time. <laughs> Craig, if, if I didn't need every one of my listeners, I'd tell you to <laughs> shut up right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> There's Internet Sid popping out again. <laughs> I, I need every one of these listeners. Sid, shut up. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Christmas Vacation is one of the best Christmas movies. That's from Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, that's been on all day too. You're right; it definitely is one of them too, man. What is one of the good one? One of the good ones. Pomo says Santa with muscles with Hogan is the best Christmas movie ever. I'm not familiar of that one. Somebody made that up. They must have. <laughs> really, Pomo, are you making that up? <laughs> I think so, man. Oh, and here's Trisha saying Happy Thanksgiving from Texas. Hey, Trisha. Oh. Andy says Schwarzenegger versus Sid. That would have been an epic matchup. Yeah, it would have been Schwarzenegger. And here we go. Jeremy says, when I went to Southwest High School in El Centro, California, I went to all the Christmas dances and I had very, very great time. Such good memories. Thanks for sharing that, Jeremy. Hold on a second. Listen to this, y'all. We got the president of the Sid Vicious Podcast. Um, Jeff? Yeah. What are you doing? We're on a podcast. You're not listening to us? I was watching the ball game. Oh, yeah. Taking some time off, huh? <laughs> Just my ass. <laughs> I should have fired him. <laughs> I love Jeff. Yeah, he didn't know what's happening right now. Uh, let me see here. Oh, here's another good one. Kurt said Reindeer Games is a good Christmas movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, oh, cool. Calling him back. Oh, apparently Santa with Muscles was real. Okay. Oh, he's not going to answer. I, <laughs> he, I got him so good the other day, man. Everybody, this guy's a really good guy. Um, he's probably scared to death when it's alone. <laughs> you a guy. <laughs> yep. He, uh... He's a he's a he struggles with uh, uh, anxiety and other things. I think he's uh, classified as schizophrenic or something like that. And um, he, but he does real well. He, he, you know, before the pandemic, he was able to, you know, he's living with his dad now. His mother passed away, but he was living on his own, uh, getting out and doing things, stuff like that. Really fights hard to be productive and stuff like that. Um, but he does have his, you know, problems. But he's he does his stuff. You know, I had a chance last summer coming through visiting my. Uncle to stop by and actually visiting for the first time. Met him and his 90-year-old dad. Pretty funny, uh, nice people. Anyway, I was bothering him the other day. I was telling uh, Rob this story where um, he's, he has that little hesitation because he thinks a little bit. Now, he's a graduate. He had a political deg uh, a degree in political uh, what's it? A political science. Okay. And uh, so um, we went to UC, uh, uh, USC, uh um, University of Texas and Georgia before he graduated. So he'd been to some good schools <clears throat> before this 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 illness took over him. But he's always eaten. I mean, he's a, he, and at one time he was a chef in California when he lived out in L.A. So he likes to cook a lot. But he's always cooking like hamburger things because I guess he's got a lot of hamburger meat on these these things that are delivering. And so, but he has his hamburgers every Sunday night. You know, it's always and even if he had meatloaf the day before, sweetest meatballs, whatever. So I'm always worried about his hamburger. <clears throat> and sometimes it takes a, a week or two or two weeks or three weeks to get a good joke on someone. And I'll give you an example on this one here. 
I had mentioned this something to Jeff several times about hamburger. And finally, when the time was right, and Jeff had mentioned to me about, you know, his eating too much hamburger several times. And I had mentioned to him, I said, you know, well, he had said to me one day, he said, Sid, you know, um, I said, how, how long you want to live? He goes, oh, he's, he's 60. And he goes, 70, 75. I went, okay. So he told me that. So a week later, we're, t- we're talking again about hamburger. And he goes, I said, so you're eating hamburger again? He goes, yeah. He goes, I said, well, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. You said you didn't really care about eating another, you know, living on it to 70. But remember, he said 75. So I'm shorting it every time I bring it up. So I said, <laughs> so I said yeah, you don't even want to live till 70. I said, eat half hamburger for breakfast. I would. And then he says, so he starts hesitating. Before he answers, his hesitation is a little slower. It's like he's thinking what to say. Then we get back to it, you know, the third time about hamburger. I go, Jeff, think about it. He's just turned 60. I go, You'll be dead. You'll be dead at sixty-seven. Eat what you want. <laughs> uh-huh. He goes, yeah. Uh, I guess everybody's got an opinion. <laughs> he actually talked back to Sid. He did. He talked back to me, man. Oh, and Craig's a happy guy. He goes, yes. I just got done by heel Sid. Bucket list item. Thanks. And yes, that Hogan movie is real. It probably would be. Only he could do something that stupid. And like Giacomo says, one of many horrible Hogan movies. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, David Danger Rostin says, used to love watching Sid beat down some unknown guy late night on Channel 4 in the UK. Been a big fan since then. Scrooged is a great Christmas movie. Yeah, I like Scrooge. The Bill Murray, yeah. I, I like the, hey, what about Grinch with, um, Jim Carrey. what's his name? Jim Carrey, yeah. Yes. That, I just thought about, that's the best one so far, Grinch. Absolutely. Oh, there's our buddy Larry. He said, what did Sid think of the gobbledygooker? Were you there? Were you in the WWF then? I don't think so. I remember that sadly so well. Brought out a giant turkey. Larry Francis. I know who that jerk is. I just He slides his name in there but before I know who it is. <laughs> oh, Larry, you're trying to get a cheap shot on me, boy. Oh, and there's Dean again. Hey, Sid, I still have the video you made for Harry in Liverpool last year on my phone. I was showing him again before. It still keeps him in line. Do you remember the video? Um, No. Hmm. I sort of do. Um, excuse me, I just burped. Um, is that funny, Rob? No. Uh, no, actually. No, I, 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 I sort of do remember break. the video. I sort of do. And here's the next one. Jeremy said, I also like Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. It's another favorite Christmas movie as well. I think, did you not hear me say, Jeremy, I, I liked only the first one? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to waste my video, uh, my, my internet letter space up there with stupid <laughs> stuff like that. I know, again, I say, I need every listener. I need smart listeners, people. We're getting, we're fixing to get to the new year. And I'm going to cut loose some of you scragglers. It's going to be time to get a whole new group of folks listening to the Vicious Circle. So I want you guys to start shaping up, all right? It's tough times out there. We got COVID-19 and we got Internet Sid, okay? I don't know which is worse. I think right now, it's just tonight, already I've lost three people. Yeah. Just sign back up if you don't like it. Yeah, Giacomo said, uh, he said, Larry, good question. Or which was a bigger flop, Gooker or Shockmaster? I 
I, I mean, we'd have to say Gooker because I don't know who it is, but the most popular, the most over um, crazy thing would be Shockmaster. Yeah, that video still gets played so much, whereas you hardly see the Gooker one. No, I don't know who Gooker is. Uh, Gooker could be Larry Francis's uh, twin brother. Um, but no, um, the Shockmaster, give you an example. I was over in England for an autograph signing <clears throat> last year, year before. I went to, uh, with the guy who ran it, we went to a talent to a talent show where they did like a, everybody dressed up as characters and stuff like that. And the person that won it that night was Shockmaster. I mean, all the way on the other side of the world, guys. And that's no joke. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. Oh, Giancomo has got a good question, though. Was Sid any more nervous at WrestleMania 13? Main eventing a WrestleMania had to give even a veteran butterflies. No, honestly, I wasn't. You know, if I if the first WrestleMania wasn't a big deal, that that one couldn't have been either because it was only like one tenth of the people there. You know, once one fifth. Um, so, you know, no, I really wasn't. Uh, it was easy night. I, me and Mark were real familiar with each other, so it was uh, no pressure to that. Yeah. Um... Craig here says, Sid, did you keep any cool stuff from your wrestling days? Yeah, I got a jack strap. Uh, strap. Do you want one? <laughs> giving them out now. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm giving away for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thank you for the stupid question. <laughs> resign up. Just unfriend, me, unfriend me and just resign. Whatever. I don't know. Redo. Redo. Uh, Giacomo says here, uh, Gooker was in November of 1990 and you came to the WWE in August of 91. Yeah. So you weren't even there then. Wow. No wonder things were so bad. They were shooting angles like Gooker. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't see that before. I, I wish I would have seen that now. I wouldn't have signed. <laughs> That's why it was bad. They didn't show I you. Unsigned. I would have been the first unsigned person in the internet world. <laughs> Uh, Craig said Tim Allen's film Christmas with the Cranks is one of his favorite. All right. I'll go, I like Tim Allen a little bit. I don't know the movie, but I, I'll go for that. If I'm thinking of the right one, Jamie Lee Curtis is in that too. Jamie Lee Curtis is pretty good. Now, Jamie Lee Curtis is good in the movie Halloween as well, but the leaves and all the scenes in the movie Halloween actually still the importance of the movie. They were more important than the rest of the people in the movie. Did you know about that, Rob? No, I didn't. I told you about that already. Yeah. The Lee, the Lees in the movie, Halloween. Remember I told you that the deal about that was that it was shot during like the summer. So they only had those like one little bag of leaves. And every time you saw a leaf in the movie Halloween, it was the same leaf. Move did we not talk about that? You did. I was trying to encourage the story. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I think we have the answer to COVID-19. Oh, shit. What is this? COSID-19. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Antivirus right there. That's oh, it, what would dude. be even worse is internet COSID-19. That's it, right. Uh, we have Mark. Hi, guys from Montreal. Sid, I was there at the show in 04 when you came back uh, from, from PCO. Yeah. Okay. With, with PCO. Oh, okay. With PCO. Sorry. It was great seeing you back. Have one question here. Sid in the heyday, 96, 97. Who did you prefer wrestling with Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels and why? Uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, it was just an easier night off. He was a, you know, it was a real strict deal. I was the heel. He was a baby face. Um, 
easy to work with. Again, I've said this a million times, really unselfish, real giving in the match. Um, <clears throat> but Brett was as good as well. Uh, but not as, you know, if I had to pick one, it would be Sean. <clears throat> I'm, I'm very curious about the people here. Craig said, yes, send a strap and I'll pay post. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, Jeremy says the gobbledygooker reminded me of the San Diego chicken mascot. In my opinion, <laughs> that's what it was. It was a giant guy in a turkey outfit. Was it? Yeah. I'm well, you know, they show these, uh, every once in a while they'll show, I forget where I saw this. They'll show where they had like weird characters like that. Where would they had the, the, like the guy had a cow head on or something, a bull head. You couldn't oh. really even get, <clears throat> couldn't get in the ring even. Oh, Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't remember what the name of that character was, but it was a weird one. I'm just trying to find, there it is. Okay. I will share this with you. Share screen and share. There is the gobbledygooker coming out of an egg at Survivor Series. You know what? Now that I see this, I think I do remember this just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. And uh I just had a gag reaction. I don't know if anyone heard that little that little deal. That's what that was. That was a gag reaction to Gobbly Googler. Right. Who's that who's that in front of the Gobbly Googler? That's mean Gene. Is it? Oh yeah. God bless him, man. Is he dead? He sadly is, yeah. It's from that from being too close to that egg. That's what I'm thinking. There yeah, he is poor, coming out to the crowd. Wait a minute. I wonder how many more people that egg killed. Oh, there we go. There's all sorts of pictures of the gobbledygooker. <laughs> with He's with Trump. It killed his election. <laughs> oh, my God. This gobbledygooker has got like a, it's like a curse. Yes. <laughs> Joe Biden, stay away from the goobly gobbler. Right. Oh, there it is. Manator. Manator. That's, <clears> that's, um, that's what Larry, his dream. And I mean, he says he has this like once a week. Uh, that uh, He wakes up and he's manator. With just a jock strap on, okay, and he says he has those dreams, and every other, every other night he has a dream that he's fighting a turtle with a jock strap on, and it's in slow motion, and the turtle's trying to get him, and he's going, he's like, no, get away from me, and the turtle starts making love to him, and he's going, stop, and it just use your imagination, okay? <laughs> well, sadly, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Giacomo said that the WWE hyped it up for months. They even implied and inferred that it would be a popular wrestler. All right. That is a hurting thing, everybody. Let's talk about that. A hurting thing could be a lot of things, something stupid, funny, or sad and happy and all those things. But this is one of those, those things we talk about sometimes where they have this great idea for something, then they bring it out and have this big buildup to it, and then it didn't. Did he have an idea where they're going to go after the first night after presenting stuff, something like this? And this happens all the time, and those were called bad decisions. Mm -hmm. And those are hurting things because it hurts everyone around them. And now that's one of those hurting things. We're not going to wake up and go, wow, it's like an old girlfriend. Yeah, I lost her, but I got that memory of kissing her and holding hands at the, at the, at the lake and you know, blah, blah, blah. But this, you don't have a good memory, okay? So this is a bad hurting thing. Well, here's a good one then. Uh, who was the stupidest character during your time with the WWF? You know what? I'm going to open that question. 
in any any place that you worked, what was the stupidest gimmick you ever saw? Mm. I think this gobbler thing. Um, I, I, let's, let's, the most recent is uh, that Yakamura. That's as bad as that's as bad as bad as it gets for a, someone that without a gimmick. To me, that's as bad as it gets. Okay, from what he what we thought we were going to get from this guy, it's 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 one million times worse than what we thought we were going to get from the Caribbean Express, where it was Doug Furness and Phil LaFonce. I mean, even myself got worked up over this. You know, I'm going to my car every night. Me and my buddies, whoever it was, Ron Harris, blah blah blah, and they're like, "Hey, you heard these guys coming in?" Blah blah. blah. I'm like, Who are these guys coming in? You know, this is beginning of the internet, right? I'm going, oh, my God. And I knew Doug. And he's a good guy, but it was nothing like, you know, they were making it out to be. But, no, I say uh, recently, to me, one of the most biggest hurting things is that Yakimura. But um, from the past, um, man, there's so many. Um, one night deals, you know, you get, I didn't see much of it, but the odds had to sound as about as goofy as any of them. You've got monkeys shitting all over the place. Uh, stuff like that, you know, shock masters, you got to put it up there because it's just the most popular one of all these hurting thing that happens like this. If they don't know where to go after that, and even with the shock master, if he would not fell that night, uh, he would have been a cult deal. He would have just been thought of a, as a bad idea. You know, they didn't know where they were going after that either, you know, from there, <clears throat> but we see that in the business all the time. Speaking of that, the business, uh, did anyone watch AEW Wednesday night? I watched a little bit of it, and I thought it was one of their best shows they've had, had in the last few weeks. Um, I can't watch it up here. All I can watch is the dark show. <laughs> right, but uh, no, they 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 everything was a little bit better. The match was a little bit better. Um, the one thing where they you know the week before where they were doing the contract signing with Kenny Omega and um, Moxley guy just had was real flat. And they didn't really do anything special for this thing this week to cover, you know, follow up with that. But the what happened where he jumped uh, Kenny Omega, did the big deal in the, in the ring for something as simple as that was, it was a really effective tool. Um, nice. It really worked for me. The, end of the interview was really good. Moxley did. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they put the belt on Kenny Omega. I said – I think they should wait um, till they get live people. We don't know when that'll be. If you, unless you know, they're saying the place is going to close down if we don't get ratings, and you hear people saying those kind of things. Um, ratings aren't going to, you know, help you when you go to get. Again, we're not probably going to go live events probably until next year, sometime middle year. <clears throat> we're we're fixing to see a spike in these cases. Mm-hmm. It's going to get harder to do stuff like that. Um, but so you got to go on with the show and understand that episode. But that was a real build up. It was it was a good sort of good little small simple segment, not a lot put into it. But the, the everything that was put into it was very effective. Um, See, even Nathan said they don't get AEW in Australia. Right. Well, it's probably good. It just won't kill the business as fast. Just joking. But no, um, <laughs> I think places overseas is different in the markets here in the U.S. Of, of course. Yeah. No. Absolutely. AEW has been the most enjoyable recently, but I find it hard to watch without the crowds. Just not the same. No, you're right. Without without the crowds, it's really affecting AEW the most. 
Yeah. Um, but last night, again, had picked things up a little bit. Watch the WWE a little bit. I'm not kidding you. Just seemed like every time I turn over with the girls, and I, it's not anything against the girls, but it's just, it's, I don't know, it's just it's something not there. Um, last time I saw, last guy I saw on there, it's been several weeks ago, that fat guy. Um, this is just, you know, it's, it's not funny anymore. A fat guy doing the worm. Um, now, something like this kind of show, I think, helps him because um, he's never going to sell too many tickets as far as, you know, he's never going to be main event. You know, he's not going to mean anything. Um, but having that background that goes with his little act, it actually enhances him a little bit. So those people sort of look okay on there. But some of those matches I watch on there, I don't know who they all are. Uh, and I don't know who they are on AEW as well. But it's just, um, I don't know. It's just something's not there. Uh, here's a question from John. Were you happy turning heel from Justice to Psycho Sid, or would you have preferred a little bit longer running as a face? You know, I, doesn't matter either way what I was either baby face or heel. Those weren't the things important. It was just, you know, uh, at that time when they, we were doing the name changing, um, I, Sid Justice, I never did really care for. I didn't really care signing the autograph, and that's just being honest. It was a stupid name, a stupid idea, almost as stupid as Shockmaster. There we go. Well, what's as stupid as some of these ideas? Sid Justice, and that's really was. Uh, put a guy who wore black his whole life and tried to put pink on him. That was pretty stupid. But again, um, no, I, I, I like. I just I didn't care about the turns. It just it was what was going on during what what name I had and how I could was or not being effective in the business. Gotcha. Uh, Val just mentioned here, Sid, you are in rare form tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Val. Yes. Um, I just saw one. Where did it go? Here we go. Giacomo said, Sid calling Mean Gene a bald-headed little oaf was classic. I rerun that several times, hundreds in total probability all those times I rented WrestleMania eight from Blockbuster. Wow. Way to go, Giacomo. Uh actually here's two more of those crazy characters. Craig talks about the Yeti. And I vaguely remember that character. And he also said the ding dongs. Oh, the ding dongs. I'm trying to yeah, those were <clears throat> those are pretty good guys, however, the ding dongs. They were pretty nice guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. If I remember them correctly. Yeah, I gotta be. I gotta be honest. That I was didn't... Jim Hurd's deal, if I'm not mistaken. There we yeah. go. I, now memory's coming back to me. That was Jim Hurd's creation. Here they are. A bright pinkish orange tag team. Mm-hmm. That was Jim. The Jim Hurd's idea. I got to be honest, I do not remember them at all. I do now that someone brought it up. Again, you know, when I, I think of a nice guy in a position like that, I don't think of the, the idea as bad. Uh, now, Fred, who's in the Shockmaster, was as nice as the guy you could ever meet, you know. Uh, let me see here. Jacob says, did you wrestle against The Undertaker in the WWF? Yeah. Yeah, like once. That was at a WrestleMania, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that one time. 
Uh, do you think the WWE should have given the Undertaker a better send-off? You know, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, Larry, who knows very little about this damn business we call wrestling, we were talking about that one day. Um, I thought, honestly, seven, eight years ago, and if you would ask me this, I mean, I'm saying that I thought one of those matches, you know, even way before Brock Lesnar that was his last match, I thought, I thought Hunter, him and Hunter's match was the last match. Um, I, I don't know. I just thought all these matches were the last match. And what they've done there, this is the WWE, they have a really good way of just messing something up. Um, but um, this is, and I'm not giving anybody an easy out here, but times are different, you know. Yeah. Um, you sort of got to do what you got to do right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we have here? Gabriel Ruiz Salvador says, hey, Sid, today's my birthday. Happy birthday, Gabriel uh, Ruiz Salvador. Here we go. Anthony uh, Viceroy Sr. said, my nickname is because of you. I'm Vic Vicious. You are always my favorite. Okay, Anthony. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just hate sappy shit like that sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not I didn't mean that. <laughs> no. Resign up, Anthony. That's right. Do we use <laughs> Salvador? Uh did you, you add one, could you add one more name to that, dude? I don't know. Right. That's a <laughs> Uh, Giacomo says, does Sid think Hogan got a bad rap for lying about steroid use on Arsenio Hall's show? No, you don't get a bad rap for lying. You get you get praised for lying. No, I honestly, I don't know. Um, it was weird that he was, you know, hey, kids, take your vitamins, and he was just gassing to the gills. He's probably gassing right now. Just joking. Um, <laughs> nobody wishes him, you know, wishes bad stuff on Hogan. But no, uh, nobody wishes anything on a man who cries like a baby. No, it's kidding. But no, uh, I don't think it hurt anyone, guys. Honestly, this business was, it didn't hurt. I don't think, no, it didn't hurt him, period. It just the business is that everybody did steroids for the most part. People that weren't even working out were doing steroids, which was stupid. Um, people that even weren't Coke users were doing Coke. You know, like that. Tell everybody about that, everybody, that trip. Everybody took acid that I watched everybody take. But again, um, no, it would have made any difference. And again, I'll not- give you, listen, I'll get a good quote. Jake Roberts, I'm going to steal this from Jake Roberts. He did an interview one time. He talked about steroids. He goes, do steroids always take the shortcuts? You know. Coming from Jake. That was Jake. Uh, and here's a good example of why I know I love our fans out there. Uh, Jacob asks, did you wrestle against Brett the Hitman Hart for the title? And Giacomo says, yes, Jacob, and in your house 96 in December. Right. Bang. There's your answer, Jacob. It comes I think out. I think there's Miami, Florida. Uh, I got to be honest. I don't know. You would know more than I because you remember the cities. Yeah, I think it was Miami, Florida. With <laughs> It was against Bret Hart. Yep. Uh, Craig here says, I wish I didn't remember Jim Hurd, the pizza guy, even though he sent Flair Pack into the WWF. <laughs> but this is the thing is, um, not, that wasn't a bad decision. You know, uh, I, I don't know the whole idea. Now, I know they weren't offering Flair a great deal. They were offering at least a guaranteed deal. 
Um, he was at the end of his run. You know, take what you can get right there. It was okay that he went to WWF, found out how hard it was, you know, living in a storm that name Ric Flair. It's a tough deal to do when you're getting paid by just what you're drawing, mm-hmm. you know, where you are on the card. He was way down the card a lot of times. So, um, no, that's just part of the business, man. Craig kind of nailed it here. He goes for $2 million a year. Taker will have a last match every year. There you go. <laughs> uh, oh, where'd it go? Jeremy says here, I love when you called Hulk Hogan a fat pig during your appearance on Brutus Beefcake's barbershop segment. And I also saw you destroying that set. That was 100% pure badass. Appreciate it, Jeremy. Uh, let me see. Uh, Andy says, I get the feeling Sid isn't a Hogan fan. Just a hunch. I don't know. <laughs> no, I love Hogan. I like fat guys who are bald and stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Hogan, resign. I'm sorry. Right. <clears throat> Hogan, resign tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Danilo I mean, says, uh, stupid Jim Hurd. He tried to change Ric Flair into Spartacus. Had him cut his hair and asked him to wear an earring. <laughs> well, it's, it's stupid on that right there. Then ask, it's stupid ask the one who says, look, um, you got a body of like a 70-year-old fat drunk. And we want you to be Spartacus. That just doesn't go together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, droopy tits, um, breast. Um, you know this that that uh, he's already getting age spots at that time. You know where he's using porcelain that cream for age spots. And then uh, I remember a guy making fun of me when not in the dress room for doing that, using the age spot cream stuff. And I said, I said, it's too gross, you man. Back off a little bit. One of the Beverly Brothers. He was a real smart ass. Was was giving Rick a bad time one time. Uh, putting eight spot lotion on. Okay. Nathan here. Uh, personal question, and I'm expecting to be told to fuck off, but did you ever take steroids or all natural? We've talked about this on the podcast. Right. 100% natural, other than like that one little bit, that one little bit. No, now, I, honestly, guys, I've done steroids pretty much my, you know, length of my career. I did do what I could do to make it as, as safe as I could. And that was go to a doctor. Even with times it was hard to find doctors to do that. Not saying I didn't ever score a uh, little something on the side, but in the last 10, 12 years in the wrestling business, it was pretty, pretty uh, available through doctors and with these juvenation clinics, you know? So um, not that it makes it okay, but I was trying to watch what I was doing. But uh, there were times when the WWF, when we were being tested and we weren't using steroids. And um, I don't know if people want to look back on it. That's my first year at Psycho Sid. We weren't able to use steroids. Either. So that's if somebody wants to take a comparison, look back and go, this is what like they look like. And then say, go before that or after that. Excuse me again. I was thinking about Ric Flair. I'm about to throw up. <laughs> I don't know why. So it's breast. Uh, <laughs> Something about those breasts, anyway. Uh, but no, look back at those pictures, and not too good look at one of Rick Flair's pictures to tell you just about him. He just always looked like he didn't do steroids, um, but he did. Just he drank all the time. But um, enough about Rick Flair. Oh, I think you brought up Rick Flair. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, here's, uh, Vic vicious. Remember he, uh, he was talking he goes, I'm retired Navy and my name is Vic. So my military buddies call me Vic vicious. I'm in Ohio. Will you ever do an appearance here? Um, only if they clear out and clean up the Ohio river. There we go. 
Now you've got a goal, Vic. There you got to go. Clean out the Ohio River of all plastics, bags, and bottle tops and bottles. Uh, and bullfrogs only in season. <laughs> Flathead catfish in only the months there are ours. There's there's a bullfrog season? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> he also asks, what were your thoughts during the infamous Shockmaster intro? I've said it a thousand times on the show. I was yeah. there. I called it just like I called everything on this show from football to baseball, basketball, presidential uh, uh, elections. What have I not called? I called this that night. Uh, hours, almost a half a day before it happened. I said, take the board, pull it up, carve it out. Don't worry about it. Sid. You don't know what you're talking about. As we're walking down, boom, he falls. And I said, hey, I told y'all and just laughed myself all the way to the ring. Um, yep. Because I called it. You can hear it plain as as day in that video. You can hear you say that. Uh, Craig here, he says, Sid, you're hilarious today. (laughs) Oh, thanks, man. Um, Oh, okay. Here's an interesting question then. Can you ask Sid what the truth is about steroids and roid rage and all that stuff? You know... I don't really, I can't say they ever gave me roid rage. Um, I think we'd be stupid to say that they didn't, you know, give you a little bit of an aggression. But, dude, when you're walking around three hours of sleep a day, I don't think you're ever thinking about aggression. I think you're just worried about enough energy to move forward sometime, you know, in the wrestling business. So, but, no, I really never noticed it. Um, this is the thing is you hear Roy, Roy rage. I, I have experienced this and seen this through more people than Roy's did to people. And this was diet when people diet themselves way down um, for a contest. And when people on the road dieting to keep themselves fit, that's probably more, uh, it's probably as much as cause for some of those, you know, versus, you know, people to do that. I know for me, diet wasn't when I really, really dieted hard. I actually, my memory would go just a little bit when you get really lean, but no, um, it's, and then I just refused to let something like that make me more angry or make me more sad or make me more happy than it's supposed to. You know what I mean? I just, okay, I'm not going to let steroids or lack of eating enough or lack of sleep cause me, you know, you know, I'm going to do without roid rage. You know, I just yeah. did it. You know, I just showed everybody that. See? There's my roid rage for tonight. Oh, and here's there. Oh, <laughs> Was there any talk of Sid ending the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak? I don't think it was a thing then, was it? I don't even know. No one was talking about it. Um, you know, he didn't make a lot of WrestleManias. That might have been one of his first ones. Not main events. Hmm. Uh, okay, Craig's got a really good question then. Was Scott Skiner just insane or was that roid rage? That was roid rage. You're right, guys. There is roid rage. <laughs> now, I think Scott walked around like that all the time um, just to act like that because there was no sense in that. But um, no, I think that was all put on. It was because he didn't act like that with everyone, just a few people, you know. Well, and that's the thing people have to remember, too, is everything they're seeing on TV, 90% of it is the gimmick. Right. You know, even the backstage stuff. Right, exactly. So, uh, here, 
Danilo's got it. He said, Rick was around 50 at the time of herd. He's very vocal with his negative comments towards, towards you. Okay. But I wish two of the greatest of all time can bury whatever hatchet there is and get along. I would like to too bury it right in his back, back <laughs> of his fucking head. Oh, I'm sorry. Rick, sign back up. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I really don't have anything against Rick Flair. I know he says a lot of things about me, and I'm really saying this tonight just as fun. And I mean that honestly. Rob knows me as well as anyone. And I'm speaking honestly for the moment right here. A lot yeah. of this is put on everyone. I have nothing against Ric Flair, uh, only the most respect for him, um, what he's did, what he's done. Uh, he really did pave the road for everyone, you know, after him. Uh, he was part of that you know, group of people that did things like that for everyone. So now um, there was always that little jealousy thing there. I didn't see it until, until after years after it was around. So, but it's no hatred for me to him. I've always said when I first met him, I thought this guy should be probably should have, but doesn't for whatever reason should be like the guy that should bring this business to the next step. I mean, to get all the workers and make them the next Ric Flair's, but he wasn't able to do that um, for whatever reason. Now we won't go into that because that'll sound like I'm a hater again, but, but he, he really did a lot of things. So I don't hate Ric Flair at all, but um, he was overrated. Oh, uh, Steve just put this in here and I'm very curious. He said the Dallas Cowboys ruined my Thanksgiving. They lost. Oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> I thought they would. Uh, Jacob has a question. How many matches did you wrestle as the skyscrapers? Man, hundreds um, seem like. There's a lot of them. There is. You can go to YouTube. They're all, well, not all of them, but there's a ton there. Yeah. Uh, here, let's get one more in from Giacomo. Uh, how approachable and receptive was Vince McMahon if you had a good idea for being creative? You know what? Be honest with you. All the creative ideas and things I did in the business, I never did any with Vince. Um, didn't seem like the guy that was, you know, think he needed ideas. I think we're losing you again, Sid. It's gone all digital again. Do you want to pop back out and pop back in? We're having a rough night with computers, but like you said, everybody and their brother is on the internet tonight, so it's not surprising. Yeah, all your dialogue is coming across. Sounds like R2D2 almost. Okay, he will be coming right back. Can you watch? He'll just jump right in the studio. This is the quiet time. This is where we reflect upon everything we've learned this evening and think. And I'm just stalling for time. That's literally all I'm doing. Oh, they got blown out, did they, Steve? I just saw you posted that 41 to 16. Holy smokes. Yep, that's it. It's live, pal. That is exactly it. I'm wondering if he's having trouble getting back in because of the internet. I think he might be. Hmm. Okay. I don't see him coming back. Oh, Vic, that's a great question. 
if he does not come back on, please bring that up on Sunday. And uh, here, we'll give him just a quick call. Okay. Well, I don't think he's coming back on, guys. I apologize that uh, we're ending it like this. I prefer to have Sid on the show when we end it. But, uh, okay. Oh, wait. There you are. I can't believe I just did that. What happened? I don't know. They went dead. I had to start all over. Oh, no way. <laughs> I actually got out of the rabbit hole. So this was a great Thanksgiving for me, everyone. I had a funny podcast. I was funny tonight. I made myself laugh. Uh, I unsigned and re-signed some people tonight, hopefully. Um, <laughs> hope we don't have as many re-signs or unsigns. Whatever. Anyway, um, we'll get that figured out on electric letters. But I made it back. Yes. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Even Craig said, my Wi-Fi went out for 12 hours last night. I almost died. It's just so important. Wow. 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 Vic had a really cool question. Where did it go? One second. I think here it is. Who wins in their prime in a four-way street fight? Sid Goldberg, Tank Abbott, and Scott Steiner. Um, I just threw up thinking about the three of those other guys. <laughs> See, it's not just Rick, it's just that Rick Flair. It's Scott Steiner, uh, Goldberg. I really Tank Abbott. Uh, it must be Scott Steiner. I'm throwing up. The other two guys are pretty good. Um, probably a real fight. Tank Abbott would probably beat us all up. You know, honestly, I don't like fighting. You know, yeah. Um, super nice guy. Saw him at uh, an autograph signing in Winston-Salem this past year. Uh, he was with his wife in California. Um, but still, probably a paid killer you know, would be the answer to that. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Andy here says it's 117 in the morning there. Time for bed. Take it easy, guys, and thanks for answering my questions. Andy, if you hang up right now, you can unsign. Nobody, <laughs> right. nobody hangs up on me right before I come back out of a rabbit hole. <laughs> All right, we got one more good question. Here's from Antonio. Uh, glad you're doing well, Sid. Besides Harlem Heat, are there any other guys you brought into the business? Bunch of guys. Um, Harvey Whippleman, um, Big Bully Music, which was a, a, a dud but had a great potential. Um, a lot of guys, you know, but those were some of the main ones. That is awesome. Well, Sid, I hope you have the rest of your Thanksgiving awesome, except it looks like the Cowboys lost. Oh, where was it? He did put a score. There it is. They got blown out 41 to 16. Wow. It was like 20 to 16 when I was watching a while ago. Apparently wow. wow. That's, that's why Jeff Arthur called and hung up on me. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's Arthur. Sorry, Jeff. We're sorry. But, yeah. Uh, but had, anyone hasn't noticed, also, I still hadn't got a haircut. Uh, if we anyone's got any, yes. Yeah, I still hadn't got a haircut. If anybody wants to make fun of my hair, this is the time to do it, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm open to insult. I'm opening myself up to insult with you people just to get a couple extra – oh, excuse me. A couple <laughs> extra viewers. You know, just a couple <laughs> extra viewers. Call your mother today and say – we need to listen to this podcast. It probably you're not going to understand it. The guy talking on there doesn't understand himself. But every once in a while we get a laugh, okay? And we can insult his hair. Right, insult my hair. There we go. All righty, Sid. Well, thank you so much for being on here tonight. Thank you, Rob. Thank um, you, people, for coming up and 
asking these important questions. Um, thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. You had a song to suggest. Right. Uh, go back to where we were talking about last week. This time of year, Thanksgiving makes me think about when I was a kid. We all think about it when we were a kid. Well, stay in the same frame. I heard a song today running, running, when I was running over to Memphis to take that plate of uh, food to that lady. It was a Jim Croce song. It was um, Operator, I think it's called. It was Operator, please find that number. And then there's a one I heard today. It, they were I caught the last couple of songs. One was Johnny Cash. One was Chris Christopherson. And it was Thanks, I think. Uh, thank you. Thank you. It's, now, the one I heard was, was a, just an instrumental of just him and the guitar. I actually got to see him do it live here at the Johnny Cash Music Festival a couple of years ago. Uh, same thing, just him and the guitar. If you don't know about Chris, Chris Tarferson, he was a, not a great singer. And listen to this song. It's not going to be a great song to listen to. The lyrics are unbelievable, though. He wrote songs like Janis Joplin, Johnny Cash, you know, just a lot more other people like that. Um, but again, just a good songwriter. So listen to that song. It, it was, had to do with the theme of thanks today. And we'll talk about it. We're going to do another show Sunday as well. So um, but listen to that and Jim Croce. And then we're going to move to the to, a, to another era. Jim Croce, I'm going to throw in another one right there. Everybody's going to laugh at this. Elton John, Crocodile Rock. You know, when I'm sitting, when I'm sitting, I mean, when I think of those songs, I remember when I was doing one, that song was in my brain or when I, when I was laying in bed listening to that every night, you know, or, you know, again, walking down, just again, if that, that song meant anything to you, that's something, that's not a song that, ever, you know, like, um, or neither Jim Croce, but it's not like Lucinda Williams or these other ones I'm suggesting. This is just a little something different, someone just to pick up on. And you probably already got it in your head, so you wouldn't even have to listen to it. And you can't listen to that song without tapping your foot. I know exactly. Yes. All righty. Well, if you want to wrap us up. Let's go, Rob. Again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there tonight. Listen to the Vicious Circle. The ones that unsign, resign. Okay? I need you. Right. You've been listening to the Vicious Circle podcast. Your host, Sid Udi. Co-host, Rob Bellamy. Additional research by Pete Marsh. The Vicious Circle podcast is produced by Two Cousin Road Trip Productions, a division of JX3 Media Productions. The intro music is Unleash the Giants by Cemetery Spawn, and the outro music is Digging Space by Mike Treblecock.